Hey everyone, so for tonight, I just want to go over something that's a little bit sad, but I think it's important to discuss these type of things as they happen in your life. So about two weeks ago, I had lost my grandma. She was 77 in the very late stages of Alzheimer's, bedridden, you know, just the, the worst way you can pretty much go out was her life the last few months. And it just progressively got worse and worse to the point where, you know, it's just her whole family's watching her die, basically. She's a shell of her former self. So I come back home from work about two weeks ago, had a very nice day, didn't think nothing of it. And middle of the night, my little brother calls me and calmly, God bless him for doing this, tells me that you know, my grandma passed away. And I had been mentally preparing to hear this news for the last few months because I knew the end was going to be coming sooner than later. So, you know, I thought that whenever that news would hit, I probably wouldn't take it well, but I would probably, you know, cope with it, find some relief in it that, you know, her pain was was gone you know she finally went and she can be with her sisters and her brother and no more pain no more bed sores no more being confused about you know where she's at who she is who the people around her are you know you keep playing these games in your head and scenarios out like everything's going to be okay when you hear the news and it just broke me you know i was with my girlfriend when i heard the news and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say for like a good solid 10, 15 minutes, just straight, just straight crying, tears, not being able to breathe for a little bit. But just, I couldn't, you know, get air back inside me. It was just a really bad, bad, bad experience. Um, I thought that, you know, eventually when this would happen, I'd be okay with it, but you're never prepared for it. And, you know, death is always permanent, so you know to expect it. And, you know, no matter what you do, it will come to get you, but you're never truly, truly prepared to deal with it. You know, in retrospect, it was better for her to go because she was just living a life that, you know, wasn't comfortable she couldn't go out. She couldn't walk no more. She couldn't, you know, eat things that she normally would eat because her appetite just disappeared. She didn't recognize where family was. She literally stood in bed for like 15, 20 hours a day, only got up to use the bathroom maybe once or twice, drink some coffee, take medicine, and then go right back to sleep. And just repeating that same pattern over and over and over for like months on end, you know, a part of me did wish that, you know, that she could just be put out of her, her misery and, you know, just go and be happy that, you know, she lived such a full life. She touched so many people. She was one of those women that, you know, always, always was the figurehead of the family. She was the strongest one. She was the go-to. She basically ran the household. And, you know, with her death is like the end of an era. Um, 
she was my hero. She is the one woman who I really believe I have got most of my inspiration on how to behave, what I look for in a woman, you know, how to talk, how to react to certain scenarios, how to deal with BS that happens in families, like all that I got from her. And, you know, it's really difficult for me to accept and embrace that she's gone. I don't think it's ever going to sit well with me. You know, the last few days, I've been able to, you know, just go about my life, go to work, have fun, you know, as much fun as you can have in, in quarantine and this heat. But, you know, I'm doing my best. The first week or two when it happened just was not a pleasant experience, but I think I'm getting better with it. And, you know, I keep catching myself when I talk to my girlfriend that I want to visit them. I'll keep referring to I want to go to mama and papa's house. And I catch myself in it all the time now. And it just puts like such an empty feeling in my soul when I sit, when I, when I recognize what I said. Because, you know, it's ingrained in me that I'm so used to always going to an apartment that had both my grandma and my grandpa. And now I just have to refer to it as Papa's house or my family's house. And just mentioning her is like so devastating to, you know, just how my mood's going to be the rest of the day. Like even now, thinking about her, I really, really, really feel like, not that I'm going to cry, but, you know, like all the wonderful memories I had of her are just going to flood into my head. And I'm just going to have them on loop over and over and over all night tonight. And it's just going to make me cry and miss her even more than I already do. So, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that I have cried a lot. Uh, about my grandma passing. I don't think no one should be ashamed for showing any type of emotion. Um, I wanted to do a little, you know, a little pod about this, a little self-therapy, because it, you know, I feel you verbalizing it and just getting it out there, regardless of who's listening, it's just like such an ease on your on your psyche, and it helps you cope with you know, the inevitability of more, you know, mortality and what's going to happen, not just to my grandpa, but my mom, my dad, my brothers, me, my girlfriend, her family, you know, people who I form bond with, my best friends, you know, my coworkers. And, you know, it's always scary to, you know, to just realize, like, you know, we're all living on borrowed time. And, you know, there are some nights where I sleep and I'll wake up and the only thing my brain will keep repeating over and over and over again is when you die, that's it. There'll be no memory of you after a certain point. Everything you've done will be irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. You know, whether heaven, hell, religion itself is real or not, doesn't matter because once you're gone, you're gone. And you know, just accepting that you're gonna die is such a hard, a hard process to, you know, to just, like, it's just difficult to put into words knowing that I can go to sleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow because something crazy could happen. You know, like, it's just my time to go. Or someone I talk to one minute will be gone the next. And, 
you know, this brought a question up to me in my head because I'm insane. You know, how, what's the best way to cope with grief? And even, you know, coping with the fact that your mortality is always in the back of your head when all the fun's done, when your day is over, when all the work is gone, and you're just sitting down by yourself and you're really, really thinking to yourself, you know, all the thoughts in your head that you just don't want to make true. What's the best way to deal with this? So for me, I love running and jogging. So I make it uh, an, an endeavor of mine to always run or walk at least a 5K every morning. I love the park. I love the outdoors. It gives me time to just get some podcasts out the way, some albums, some music and songs I just haven't gotten around to listening to yet so I can just immerse myself in it. It gives me time to just think about my own thoughts without having to deal with other people because everyone else is a stranger outside to me. It's basically like my second home. It's where I feel the most comfortable um, at. And when mama died, I really didn't want to do that no more. I really just wanted to just stay in my spot and, you know, kind of secretly hope that this was just a bad dream and I'd wake up. And it took a few days for me to realize that's not the right way to go about it. And I just have to do my best and keep going because that's what she would want from me. And among all the regrets I have about her being gone and all the things I couldn't get done before she passed, I think the hardest thing for me to accept about her death is the last time I saw her alive. She was in pain sleeping and she couldn't even mutter a word to me when I held her hand and said, hi, mama, I'm here to, to, you know, to see you. And it just, it, it's so devastating that you can have, like in my instance, 30 years of wonderful memories of seeing this strong person who always looked out for you, who always took care of you, who always led by example and showed you what was the right course of actions, dealing with people and dealing with your own insecurities and situations that you're going to be going through and how you have to be strong. And that image of that woman is still in my head, but the last memory I have of her is just a shell of that. And that to me is the saddest part about death. Once you're gone, you're gone. You know, pain's gone. You know, your your clock's over. You're ready to move on to whatever happens after you die. Like your part's over. Your your death only brings problems for the people that are still alive and grieving your loss. So just thinking of it like that and knowing that she's gone, I'll try my best to live by her example and pass that down to my kids and my kids' kids and just my friends in general. You know, I really do attribute a lot of my my characteristics from her. I know that I'm very sarcastic and I joke way too much. And even people that know me personally don't know when I'm joking half the time. But as to who I really am as a person, what my morals are, 
how I feel about certain groups of people or situations and families. You know, she built me that way. And this is no disrespect to my mom or dad. I love them to death. You know, I am not me without them either. Okay, who you are as a person is an amalgamation of everyone that you have been in contact with, forming and molding you into what you are today. But I feel like with her, she was just such a, an influential person in my life and someone that I I strive to be. She was my hero, you know, my role model. And her being gone is just difficult. It really is. And everyone coasts with grief differently. I know that some people like to read. Some people like to just focus on sports or games to get their mind off stuff. Some people like to just exercise. Some people like to watch movies. Some people like to immerse themselves in another world. You know, just things to keep you occupied and not think about what just happened. And for me, I always thought just running and having music, having my games, having my family around me would be enough when things like this go. And I sometimes I feel like it's not. I don't know if I'm wrong for feeling this way or if this is just a common feeling that really doesn't get talked about. When you're born, the only thing you're given besides life is, you know, whatever family you were born into. So now that she's gone, it's clicked in my head that my grandpa's going to be next. My parents are going to be next. And it just puts such a, a, a focus on what matters now and what priorities I have to get done because I don't want to leave this life without, you know, with regrets. I just want to get as much uh, stuff done as possible. I want to leave a future for my family, my soon-to-be wife, my kids, my friends. You know, I just want to, I want to do right by them. And I've always thought about stuff like this, but it's been magnified so much because she's gone now. I still miss her. I still wish she was here. And I know she's never coming back. And even though there's a part of me that's happy that she's not in pain no more, the selfish part of me wishes that she was here another day or two. Just so I can tell her how much she meant to me. And she was the most wonderful person in my life. And I'm going to miss her, like, greatly. I don't know what other way to honor her except being the best person I can be and carrying her morals and values that she instilled in me onto other people. And if you're someone that's going through something bad, especially with this whole pandemic going on and your family, especially the older ones are the most at risk, you know, like definitely just value and cherish all the time you have with them. If you're stuck home with them, enjoy them, conversate with them. Those memories are going to be so valuable, especially when they're gone. And as much time as I spent with her, I still regret not spending enough time. I could have done even more. And my advice to anyone is use all the time you have to constantly check on your loved ones. Even if you know you're going to see them tomorrow or they're right next to you, just check on them. Ask them how they're doing. Talk. 
get things off your chest. Let everything be known. You know, don't leave this life without getting everything you wanted out. There's still regrets that I have about her being gone that I wasn't able to accomplish for her. But I still know I have a job to do with the rest of my family. And I intend to do it. Grief is a very difficult thing to verbalize because everyone handles grief so differently. And like, what exactly is grief? Is you just missing someone or, you know, just the loss of something valuable and you coping with it not being there anymore? You know, people are added and subtracted from your life every day. You meet people you're never going to meet again. You meet people that sometimes will always be in in your life for the rest of your life. And, you know, it's these moments that you don't really understand until you start putting everything into perspective and just see how life is. So I'm sorry if this is a really down episode. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I am doing better. I've been able to go to sleep the last few nights without crying, which is a miracle for me because every day is hard without her. And I'm still grateful that I have the rest of my family still here and I'm going to cherish them as long as I possibly can. I'm going to live for them and for my grandma, who I miss greatly. I hope anyone that feels like they're unable to just let their emotions come out because they don't want to appear weak or they're trying to be strong for someone else in their family who's really going through it right now because someone just died. I hope you give them all the support and love and attention that they need because that's what we all want. We all just want to be heard. We all just want to know that we have someone that looks out for us and loves us. And more more importantly, we just want to know that we're not alone. The scariest thing about being a person is the thought that one day you'll just be by yourself and everything that you knew was gone. And at that point, you're just waiting for your end to come. And that is a scary thought that I still have to cope with each day until my time's over. So I wish you guys a good night. Please, if life's hard for you, you're going through something traumatic, it could be better. You know, things that just happen because they have to happen. Life's not fair. Just do your best to reach out to people who look out for you and care about your well-being the most. Always know that there are people out there who do exist strictly to keep you in check. And love yourself, too. As much as I want to, you know, pity myself about me not having a grandma no more, I'm down to my last grandparent. I'm still grateful and blessed for every other blessing I have right now. Like life's going up for me, regardless of what's going on in the world right now. And I'm happy that I even have this time to just talk into a mic, probably to myself, because no one's going to listen to this. And just know that. I'm still okay, and I hope I'm going to be okay for as long as I possibly can. I wish you all a good night. Thank you again for spending some of your free time on me. I don't deserve it, but I appreciate it. And 
that's all I wanted to say. I love you, mama, forever.